Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Walking the Unnamed Path. I am one of the co-hosts, Michael Graywolf. And I have two new co-hosts to introduce to everyone tonight. And we're unfortunately having a few technical difficulties. Yay for Mercury Retrograde. (laughs) So while we are, you know, while we're waiting on one of our hosts to get his email in order to call in because the studio is having issues, they're not letting anyone call in, either via Skype or on their phone. So hopefully things will get fixed. I have one, host, one co-host in the green room. He's listening to everything I'm saying right now. Excuse me. <clears throat> and hopefully... The other one will be on here shortly. So let me see. Where was I in my notes? So again, hello and welcome to Walking the Unnamed Path. So a little information about Walking the Unnamed Path, if this is your first time tuning in. Walking the Unnamed Path started September 10th, 2016, with my fellow brother initiate and then co-host Matthew Sidney. And of course, myself, we started this show because we were starting to see a lot of people asking, you know, are there going to be any more podcasts? Is there any more expansion on the work from the original Unnamed Path podcast, which was put out by our late founder, Eddie Hyperion Gutierrez? And, you know, Matthew reached out to me and was like, hey, you're doing, you do some podcasting. Would you be interested in re- like starting a new podcast in the vein of the Unnamed Path? And I was all for that. And with the blessings of our fellow brother initiate, and with the help of the Pagan Tonight Radio Network, we started on this journey of doing this podcast. And we had we've had some very amazing some awesome conversations we've had a lot of interesting guests and we've done what we can to expand on the teachings thus far and believe me there is more to expand on (laughs) Um, but you know let's go forward a little bit and late actually very late last year uh, Pagan's Tonight Radio, the network that we were a part of, uh, suddenly announced to the various hosts of the shows that were on the network that they were leaving Blog Talk Radio. And they were hoping to do that. Well, they were going to stop broadcasting as early as December, which kind of threw a wrench in a lot of people's <laughs> show lineups. You know, we were all in favor of Moving forward to a new platform, Payne Smart Radio told us that they were hoping to find a new platform. They were wanting to do 24-hour broadcasting, 
and it sounded amazing. And, you know, no shade, no, no disrespect or anything to blog talk. I mean, not blog talk to uh pain instant radio, but it seemed like there was no headway in actually moving to this new platform, which they still had not told us what they were going to do. And they were, you know, they had told us by in bulk, we would be, you know, broadcasting again. And unfortunately, we still hadn't heard anything. And that led to a few of the shows banding together to form their own network, uh, shows that fell under the Circle Sanctuary umbrella. You know, it was uh, Circle Cast. Oh my gosh, I can't remember the name of the show that she had, but the show with Selena Fox and Lunatic Mondays, all three of those were forming their own network. So it kind of seemed like it might be a good idea to start our own channel. And so earlier in this year, I put out some questions to our listeners, to our community, you know, seeing what they wanted to see happen with the show. And it was an overwhelming amount of people wanted us to have our own platform. So I guess that brings us up to this point. Well, let me backtrack just a little bit. So close to Inbulk, Matthew uh, approached me about stepping back from the show and focusing on some other projects, which he has done quite a bit. He's put out a new EP, and he actually he wrote a book last year, which surprised me because he hadn't said anything about it. And, you know, we, of course, wish him the best, and, you know, that doesn't mean he won't be back to do a few guest appearances on the show down the line. You know, hold on, let me just double check. I still don't see my other co-host. Hopefully he is able to call in. Yay, Mercury Retrograde. I'm, I'm going to stop blaming everything on Mercury Retrograde because that gets old. <laughs> so I, like I was saying, that brings us up to today, which is, uh, sorry, which is, you know, the first episode of the relaunch of the podcast. And uh, this is, sorry, my co-hosts are chatting with themselves trying to figure out what's going on. Not sure what is going on with everything. <sighs> oh, the joys of joys of the internet. You see, well, while we're waiting, while, while we're waiting for you know, my second co-host to come on and whatnot. Let me go ahead and bring on a fresh voice, one who has not been on the show before. Hopefully I'm not going to startle him when I pull him on live. And hopefully this works. Yes. Chris, can you hear me? Chris. Hello. I'm here. Sorry. Oh. I was muted. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I know. I, I was on a spiel and you missed it all. It was so good. It's so good, but it's gone now. <laughs> well, uh, and I lost my tra- train of thought. So, anyway, <laughs> uh, Chris is a brand new initiate to the tradition. And, <laughs> and Chris, would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself? You know, state your name, what you do, and yeah. just go from there. 
All right, awesome. Thanks, Michael. Uh, oh, so, looks like, looks like oh. Chase has finally been managed to call in. He's listening right now, so um, I'll go ahead and bring oh. him on. So we're going to continue our conversation with you, and then we'll go into talking with, and I just gave it away, my other surprise co-host is uh, Chase. <laughs> Sounds good. Go ahead, Chris. Uh, great. So, hey, everyone. My name is Chris. Uh, uh, as Michael mentioned, I'm actually a new initiate to the Unnamed Path, so I'm very excited about that. Um, I'm actually based out of New York. Um, as far as, I don't know, things that I do, um, I guess I, I work as a nurse here, uh, and I also teach hula uh, in New York. Uh, it's been, a, I guess, officially a side job, but I'm more of like a, a job of passion. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. I mean, what else, what else would the world like to know about me? <laughs> uh, well, I would say I'm a bit of a textbook for a go. Well, uh, what brought, you know, I did say you were fairly new initiate into the tradition. What brought you to the path? Oh God. Yeah. Uh, well, years back, um, I don't even know how many years now, uh, but before before um, uh, Eddie passed, I was listening to his podcast, and um, I guess for anyone who's ever heard his podcast, like you, it's incredible stuff, you know. And I was so inspired by it. Um, I think at the time, like um, for various reasons, I wasn't ready to to begin training, um, and uh, I just I was just a listener, you know, and I just listened and ate it up, and it was. Um, powerful stuff, you know, um, and I don't know, I, I guess, like, until recently, I've never been officially part of any path, like, there are many paths that attracted me, um, but um, I guess I was a bit of a, an eclectic, uh, just kind of trying to find my uh, spiritual home, like, uh, in this crazy pagan world, <laughs> and um yeah, I guess fast forward uh, to, uh, I'm actually like a regular attendee at uh, BTW or Between the Worlds, uh, which is a gathering for uh, queer uh, pagan men in Ohio. I go there every year. Um, and uh, while I was there, that's when I met you, Michael. And I, I met you and then you introduced yourself as being an initiate of the name path. And it kind of re-sparked um, uh, excitement around it. I, I was actually like already a listener of Walking on the Path at that point, and then I realized who you were. I was like, whoa, this is like, you know, I had a bit of a. I, I was trying to keep my cool, Michael. I'm not sure if you noticed, but I did have a bit of a fangirl <laughs> moment. <laughs> I, I, I doubt that. <laughs> like, oh my God, it's like, oh, great, Walt. Um, yeah, and then. Um, it, it, I, since meeting you, um, it just kind of went really quickly from there. So, um, you know, after meeting you, I um, the, the spark was reignited, you know, and then like uh, I was definitely feeling like, okay. it's And also just part of my own personal spiritual journey at the time, I was definitely feeling um, like uh, this is the moment where I'm going to find a spiritual home a little bit, you know. And feeling that need and that uh, void, kind of the hunger for a spiritual home. Um, 
So after meeting you, I uh, I just um, I noticed on the on the impasse uh, Facebook group that um, uh, somebody was offering classes. I messaged them, uh, and this is Kendall. I hope you don't mind me calling you out, Ken, but my teacher <laughs> uh, was Kendall, and uh, yeah, like within a couple of months, I was in class. So it happened very quickly, you know. Um, yeah, it just, you know, everything just kind of fell into place. <laughs> um, and a little more than a year after that, here I am. I was actually just initiated uh, in the beginning of February of this year. So, yeah, I'm, I'm fresh and new. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Let me see. What else? What else? What else do we want to know about Chris? Would you say you have any sort of magical specialty? Like what, you know, you talked about being a solitary practitioner. Like, was there anything that just kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just kind of resonated with you magically. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mean like besides throwing shade from afar? <laughs> um <laughs> Um, I don't know, magical specialty, I, I tend to, um, I think I'm still kind of finding it a little bit. Um, um, yeah, it's been pretty eclectic. Um, even like, I, I don't know, I, I guess I, I'm a large part of my path, um, like, has been about like healing, like religious and cultural wounds. Um, so I think that's one of the things that really excited me about the path, you know, um, this idea of, um, uh, I guess, a brotherhood, a living tradition. Um, yeah, I also, I also really like that it was um, a, a revealing tradition. So this idea of like being part of um, gathering that information. Um, I'm purely communal in my nature, so I do like the idea of like a brotherhood that's working towards a common goal. Um, I don't know, magical specialty. I, I, you know, I think I, it's, it's kind of hard to say. Uh, I, I wouldn't necessarily say like I have like a, a formal magical specialty, but something that I've noticed within myself over the years is, um, I guess being able to find that place of healing for folks. Um, even uh, with my work as a nurse, it might seem obvious, but like um, even nursing is different from for everyone, you know, their approach to it. Uh, and I know that I, I am, I don't know, I tend to be a bit of an empath too. And I think that definitely comes into play when I'm working with uh, my patients and their family, uh, things like that. Um, I know like, um, I'm not sure if other folks relate to this, but like, um, part of my struggle or part of my path has been about um, like feeling so grounded, like, like overly grounded. Um, especially after like, I, you know, I grew up Catholic and I, you know, I was very involved and very uh, spiritually connected to it. Um, but when I left the Catholic church, it, there was definitely a lot of scarring uh, that happened. And I think um, that, the healing around that, the, the being able to reconnect to spirit after uh, has been a bit of a journey. Uh, so I've been, 
Um, yeah, just finding ways to reconnect in that way. Uh, so I mentioned that I dance um, uh, hula uh, and just dance in general. <laughs> uh, dance has been a great way for me to be able to get past um, these blocks that I feel sometimes. Um, I also didn't mention, but um, I actually do Pungwonori, which is a uh, Korean uh, drumming tradition. Uh, and I'm one of the leaders that organizes a group of uh, LGBTQ uh, uh, drummers every year for the Pride Parade. Um, so that's another thing too, is just being able to like uh, drum and dance uh, has kind of been my healing modality for myself so far. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. This is, this is more that I've learned about you in, uh, oh, how, how long have we been on the air? Uh, then you know we've spent like two weeks together and I don't think I've heard you talk this much about you know um you know all this info about yourself it's true (laughs) too many cute boys to look at you know too many drinks to have yeah (laughs) yeah girl that's true (laughs) yeah yeah so so Chase is still trying to connect and he's trying one more, like he's going to try a different browser, and I see him, I'm going to ask if he hears me. <laughs> and he hears me. You know, poor worker at retrograde. We like, we've been like blaming, blaming girls on worker at retrograde. <laughs> yeah. Let me try to bring him on and sing. Chase, are you there? Can you hear me? I Chase? am. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's true. I'm alive. <laughs> I'm not a figment oh of your imagination. <laughs> oh well, that you know that that is very like I'm I'm glad of that because otherwise the past how many years have I been initiated? Well, been I know, right? Very, very vivid <laughs> hallucination then. Uh huh. I know. You know, I've heard that about myself. <laughs> so, you know, we just we just finished talking to um, Chris a little bit, and you know, learning a little bit about you know why what brought him to the path, you know, it, what his magical specialty was. And so, I'm going to ask Chris one more question, and then we're going to uh, get into getting to know Chase a little bit better. <laughs> so, <Uh-oh>. yeah. <laughs> so, what is, you know, you're, you're brand new to the show. I believe you're brand new to podcasting in general. You're brand yep. new to the tradition. You know, you're, you're a fresh baby in the world again. Uh, I know. I'm a virgin again. One of the, I, was, I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. Um, but what are some topics that you'd love to cover? Topics, ideas? You know, anyone you'd love to interview in the show, in in the coming episodes of the show? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, wow. It's, it, I feel like there's, like, there's really no, I, you know, I, I would love to, I feel like folks that come to the show um, uh, would love to hear more about what we do uh, as Unnamed Path Brothers. Um, mm-hmm. And then I, I think, I mean, that's kind of like a broad a broad thing. Uh, so there's definitely like, I think like information giving, like um, our holidays, our practices would be great. 
um, our gods and goddesses. Um, I, I don't know. And then there's so much going on, uh, like in the world right now, you know, um, I mean, here in our country and around the world. And I think, um, you know, being, I know I, I, it's, uh, it's always my belief that like, um, that we're called to work, you know? And I think that um, I topics around, I think like pagans and uh, spiritual folk talking about uh, what's going on in politics and the environment uh, will be amazing. There's like a lot of um, folks working in like the activism uh, around environmentalism, you know? Uh, yeah. So I, I think that'd be really cool. And especially how that intersects with... Uh, um, with our spirituality, uh, with race issues, um, yeah, I think that'd be amazing to to hear about. <laughs> uh, I don't have specific guests, but um, gosh, at least not right now. But I, I imagine there'll be many. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Glad to hear that. So. Let's turn. Let's let's go. Let's jump back a little bit because I had Chase in the first lineup, but then you know <laughs> everything happened. Um, so, if you're brand new to the show, uh, Chase yeah. has been on before in the past uh, for a couple of episodes. Um, but you know, let's just say whoever's listening has not you know listened to those previous episodes. Chase, would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, so, um, about me, um, I have been initiated in the unnamed path since 2011. Yes. Early 2011. Um, uh, as, uh, at the same time as I, one of our brothers, Sphinx, um, who came through at the same time as I did, uh, we actually just celebrated our uh, quote-unquote birthday in March of this year. And um, let's see, I have been, I, I sat down and did the math, and my, my magical practice is now officially old enough to drink. Um, I've been practicing magic and paganism for just slightly over 21 years now, um, which feels like a long time. Uh I am an avid crafter of all sorts of magical things as well as mundane things. Um, in my spare time, I do graphic design work and fight with people on the internet. <laughs> oh, that's, you know, just, I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite tagline. It really is. <laughs> Because it's true. Mm. As he chuckles <gasps> maniacally. <laughs> Me? <laughs> no, but so, no. I, I say I fight. I say I fight with people on the internet. I have arguments and discussions with people on the internet regarding all sorts of things, be it you know sex positivity, body body positivity, LGBTQ plus issues, um, just all sorts of things. Because I feel like. You know, some people are social justice warriors. Some people are social social justice tanks. And you know, I am perfectly happy to take the brunt of you know ignorant bigots, 
um, lack of arguments um, so that, you know, some queer kid who's, you know, 16 or 17 who doesn't have the life experience and hasn't seen the things or been through the things and, you know, doesn't have to take that, doesn't have to take that sort of thing. Um, you know, I'm, I'm happy to also uh, to show mm. those kids and show those people that, you know, there are people like them out in the world who will stand up and who will speak on things instead of, you know, just having to sit and be quiet. Mm. Yeah. You know, not everyone, you know, like you were saying, some people are, are you know, the social justice warriors and some of the tanks. We can't all, what are the words I'm looking for? Some arguments, some instances require require a little bit more force. Finesse. <laughs> oh, force. Yeah. Yes, also that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, as long as I, I would say, as long as you are approaching these situations with really the best intent. I mean, I'm def I'm definitely not one of those people that is like gets let. I don't think you enjoy getting into arguments. Maybe you do. Um, you know, I myself don't enjoy getting into arguments because I get frustrated. I'm like, I'm not reaching these people. But mm-hmm. I guess you bash head enough with the two by four to eventually get it. Well, I mean, the thing is, you know, and, and there have been studies on this one. Unfortunately, you know, arguing with people in situations like this, unfortunately, very, very, very rarely will that actually change their mind. Um, but while it may not change their mind, it will, however, um, change the minds of people who were undecided, who were sitting quietly on the fence watching to see what happens. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, it, it puts people, it, it, in, in many instances, it gives people who might not have had the language to discuss certain things. You know, it gives them the language to then later be like, well, you know, actually, no, you know, there, there's, there are some arguments around, like, you know, for example, uh, not throwing out plastic straws because, you know, people with disabilities could literally die without them. Um, you know, as opposed to there being only one viewpoint or, you know, someone not, not really seeing, you know, other sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I mean, Chase. It sounds like there's like, um, I mean, I definitely, you know, I, I, I I'm guilty uh, for sure, and sometimes enjoying debate. And then I'm, I also resonate with you, Michael, about like sometimes debate is frustrating and it feels like pointless, you know. And I think sometimes both are true, you know. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, I, yeah, but I'm definitely hearing what you're saying too, Chase. Is that sometimes like you. I mean, to be frank, sometimes we just get into arguments because we need to release some tension too, right? <laughs> and maybe this is not the moment I'm feeling like being tactful. But, um, but yeah, absolutely. Sometimes by you um, being strong, right, uh, you're being strong for others, other witnesses, whether they're uh, on the fence, like you said, or whether they're um, uh, being quiet because quiet is where they feel safe, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes, yeah, if you have your safety secured and you have the power, um, then absolutely. I think sometimes it makes sense, even though uh, someone, you know, could say, hey, that was a pointless argument. 
Um, I mean, there there are moments when things like that um, are ways to exhibit allyship, right? Um, so yeah, I mean, you know. well, I mean, you know, for me, I have the dubious I have the dubious uh, privilege of being a cis white male. So, you know, when I wade into arguments like that, um, my voice tends to be heard over the voices of other people Mm. for better or worse. So, you know, sometimes it's good for me to go in and, you know, take some of, you know, like I was saying earlier, take some of the, the heat, take some of the aggro off of other people who might not, uh, have their voices taken as seriously as what mine will be. Um, mm. And in other cases, too, uh, where I can, um, you know, lift up the voices of other people through that privilege, you know, that means that I have to be there to say, no, no, actually, you need to listen to what this person is saying, because this person has said, you know, this this person of color or this, you know, person of other marginalized identity has said thus and sundry. So listen to what they are saying and listen to their experience, other white person, you know, or other cis male person or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You, can't you know, and, instead of being instead of being the white guy, the white guy in the movie th- uh, throwing the brick. <laughs> don't don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, it, it kind of makes me think of something that my good friend, uh, Dr. Susan Harper, has said, and I believe he's been quoted, she quotes someone else. Well, in saying that she's quoting someone else, um, if you're not pissing someone off, you're not, you're not doing it right. <laughs> True facts. If you're not living your life in such a way as the Westboro Baptist Church would pick it, would uh, protest your funeral, are you really living? <laughs> yeah. I know. Deepest regret not being excommunicated. Okay. <laughs> 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 I know we've touched on this in previous episodes, but you know, what brought you to the online path? Oh gosh, that's a heck of a story. Um in brief, uh what brought me to the unnamed path, uh I mean really was kind of fate um through a very long and circuitous route i found myself living in houston uh with a group or with and hanging out with a group of friends who were all pagan in one vein or another um i joined the um i believe it was called the houston pagans online yahoo group many many years ago i don't even know if those things still exist um And um, I received an email one evening uh, from someone local who was saying, hey, we would like to uh, get together and have a gay men's uh, spiritual study discussion kind of group. And, uh, you know, and we'd like to maybe start off with having, you know, drinks somewhere and getting to know people before, you know, we start inviting people into our homes. Um, this in predictable fashion led to a very large explosion of several people who, among other things, complained that we were going to soon be setting up gay and straight water fountains (laughs) because, you know, that's a thing. 
And, um, yeah, the rest is kind of history. I started studying, um, hanging out with Sphinx and some other people there in Houston. Um, that was actually where I met another one of our brothers, uh, Kai, uh, or Chiron, um, before he moved to New York, actually. And, um, we sort of switched places over margaritas. He, he came, I came in and he left about a half an hour afterwards and then moved. Um, and then uh, it was announced that Hyperion was going to be leading classes um, and doing an online study group. Um, I was, um, I was literally in between jobs and um, I was very interested in taking the apprenticeship, but because I did not have a job, I was like, I am not going to be able to afford this. So, you know, I'm going to have to say no. And we got together and did spell work, um, you know, with the intention that I would, you know, if this was meant to be that I would find a job and that that job would be able to pay for me to do all of the things. Um, I had a job and um, a paycheck literally within, I think, a week and a half of the apprenticeship starting. So I was able to do that and um the rest is kind of history uh, i took the apprenticeship got a pre- got initiated in 2011 and have been doing this ever since yeah. <laughs> it's true it feels yeah, like yeah. It, it feels like it's been so much longer than eight years but then i look back at the clock and i'm like no it's it's only been eight years wow hmm. yeah time flies when you're having fun Time flies when you're in between worlds, I think. Yeah. That's how I'm going to yeah. go with that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's such a true, oh, that's such a true statement. Oh, my God. That makes me think of any time I've been at a festival because it's literally like time stops and then it speeds up again. Mm-hmm. If you've ever been to a pagan festival, it, you know, you get kind of middle of the week and it's like oh my gosh we've only been have we really only been here a couple of days it feels longer and then at the end of the week it's like oh my god it was too short (laughs) (laughs) it's true though but Chase you were also on the fate train you know very much oh yeah like I said it was I I came to my uh, interestingly enough as we've as we've gone back through and seen some of the webs that were woven around us, um, you know, uh, Sphinx lived downstairs in the same apartment complex as a couple of our, our other brothers, um, and they never met, and we never met each other wow. um, until that uh, until that email chain. Um, we were l- literally within a hundred yards of each other for probably a good two years and our paths never crossed. Um, we've, uh, had several other people, um, who, as we've gone through and, you know, pieced together, um, connections, we've been like, wow, we all, it's really kind of a small world after all. Um, you know, we start realizing that we've known or met other people, you know, sometimes other people that, are halfway across the country or even across the world. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> that's that's really cool that we all know each other but didn't actually know that we know each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Chase, you know, we, we were talking about, you know, what you 
like you do online or not, you know, you, you know social justice type. <laughs> but um, what would you would what would you say are your magical specialties? My magical specialties in practice, um, I am really, really great with a curse. Um, uh, several people in our little, in our little group say that me and one of our other, uh, one of our other people are pretty much the ones that you go to when you want to heck somebody. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know if I necessarily agree completely with that assessment, but I am really good with a curse. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm also really good at, uh, shielding and warding um my in terms of my i guess magical specialties um you know i've been a tarot reader for 20 years i've also um typically uh, i do magic around uh symbols and sigils that tends to be my uh that tends to be my go-to so image magic i suppose hmm. nice. Nice. nice did you have any Questions, Chris? Um, sorry, I'm like still stuck on image magic. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, do you have any examples of like, um, what do you mean by curse magic? Maybe any juicy stories? <laughs> oh, oh goodness. Um, I do actually have several juicy, juicy stories, or maybe they're juicy. Um, and uh, that actually kind of covers, uh, delves into the, you know, other topics that I'd like to see covered in the show. Um, mm-hmm. I would love for us to have, you know, discussions around, you know, magical ethics and, you know, mm-hmm. actual pra- actual practical things um, that people mm-hmm. can can you know take from as they would like. Um, yeah. So, gosh, curse work. Um, I'm always a big fan of hot foot powder. Um, hot mm. foot, hot foot powder is great when you don't actually want to do much in the way of cursing somebody, because you're not really putting a hex on somebody. All you're really doing is giving them a lot of encouragement to just go away. Doesn't really <laughs> matter where, just not here. You mm. know, if if you if if you feel like you can't. If you feel like that's too much of a of a curse on someone, you can always make it a blessing, you know, by saying, your blessings lie all around you, just not here. Go and chase your blessings mm. elsewhere. Go. Mm. <laughs> um, that, you know. That sounds like uh, the passive-aggressive texting. I bless everyone <laughs> around you except you. Yeah. Well, sort of, but I mean... It's more like you're blessing that person. It's just mm-hmm. that those blessings lead them elsewhere. Yeah. You know, it's sort of like doing a road opener for someone else. Like, here, please <laughs> go. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Have fun. Have fun storming the castle. Um, you know, here are some great opportunities. You should go chase them and go explore them and get out of my hair. Um. <laughs> Failing that, uh, I'm always a big fan of stop gossip work. Uh, stop gossip work is super effective, I find. Um, I am also, um, I am one to, um, and so one of the things that I have explored more lately 
is the application of spell work through food. Uh, that was something that Hyperion was particularly good at. I believe he won a couple of competitions at the uh, Lucky Mojo, what is it, Hoodoo Heritage Festival or the Hoodoo Festival that Lucky Mojo puts on. Uh, won a couple of contests with things like Lavender Love Cupcakes or, um, you know, various things like that. Um, so, you know... Finding ways to, you know, finding ways to do the work that our ancestors did when our ancestors were poor people who were like, hmm, fuck this bitch in particular, have a pie. <laughs> you know, here, eat the, eat the pie, eat the, no, eat the pie. <laughs> so, you, know, you touched on it a little bit better. What are, you know, some other topics you you know, given what we've already covered, I'm not opposed to going back and revisiting a few things. But uh, what are some topics that you would like us to cover in the show? Um, I mean, you know, I'm always particularly partial to interviewing guests, uh, interviewing people who have written books, uh, interviewing other podcasters, because I think that while, you know, the focus of the show is on walking the unnamed path, you know, one of the things that we often say is that we are not, you know, shamans and magicians for ourselves, but we are, in fact, for our communities. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, our community does not just involve people who are in the unnamed path or people who are only initiates or even people who are interested in becoming initiates only. You know, we have a much broader community um, for for, I think, each of us. You know, our community, we have to define what our community is for ourselves, um, it just in terms of being able to, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for, being able to appropriately apply ourselves, you know, we so that we don't, you know, overextend ourselves or not be able to give our full effort to things which are actually important to us. Um, but also, you know, it would be great to have guests maybe who are trans or perhaps, you know, have other perspectives on things. Um, Mm. I also, I'm kind of, I'm with Chris. I would love to see more um, focus on uh, the application of the path to real world things, um, as opposed to perhaps a focus solely on the esoteric or, you know, the spiritual you know, we are very much not a path of transcendence. Mm. <laughs> so, um, you know, I would love to see us have, when I say practical things, I mean, you know, in terms of like, we are, we are spirits having a physical experience, you know, and we have to, you know, we got to nurture and feed our meat bodies. So, you know, mm. talking about ways to do that also. Yeah, and maybe some, and maybe some Q, and maybe some more Q and A's from people, because I think one of the first episodes that I was on was a Q and A, and that was really, that was really special, because people inevitably, and I always tell my students this, inevitably people will ask me questions that I will not have an answer to, because I've (laughs) never considered that question before, and Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. great because that is a that demonstrates a blind spot in my own perceptions. 
And that means I get to try and address that blind spot. So I'm always down for that. Mm. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> How about you, Michael? What kind of episodes would you like to see in the future? Well, let me part of my list. Well, <laughs> <laughs> right. oh, actually, can, when, we, can we rewind a little bit? Like, Chris, Michael, what and you, we're what the Virgos. Yeah, we are the Virgos. <laughs> um, like, uh, Michael, what would you say is your magical specialty besides podcasting? <laughs> you know, it's kind of hard to say because I'm, I'm well, kind of like with Chase, I, I'm drawn to a little bit to artwork. I mean, mm-hmm. I consider myself an artist. I have done a few drawings and paintings, and I just recently uh, dipped my toes into doing some sigil work. And I don't really remember drawing them. I was just like, okay, let let me see what comes through, and ended up with a couple of sigils. And I'm like, what do these mean? And how did I get them? <laughs> and I, you know, I feel like I'm fairly well-versed in um, divination. I have no tarot cards. I have I have an oracle deck. But my greatest magical like tool for divination has been my uh, rune set that is unique to the Iron Path. And mm-hmm. um, sometimes, not always, I feel like one of my other uh, magical tools is sometimes just talking things through with people. Yeah. Um, and I say that because I hate talking. I, I get I get my ass handed to me by my guide because they're like, you need to speak more. I'm like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I put here. And even, you know, when I, when I started, when uh, Matthew and I started the podcast, you know, I had already been podcasting for maybe a year already. And I was still getting used to the idea of, you know, speaking and being conscious of what I was saying and mm. seeing how what I was saying was affecting people. So that, that, that is mine right there. But, you know, some of the ideas I have for uh, to cover, I was, you know, yes, yes, I'm, I'm a Sagittarian, you know, we're spur of the moment. I'm a double Sagittarius, though, with a Leo, with a Leo rising. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, um, <laughs> we have a show queen, everyone. We have a show queen. <laughs> uh, somebody has so, to be. <laughs> yeah. So some of the ideas I was thinking about were, you know, conversations with other brother initiates and a few guests that we can scrounge up. Because I'm also hoping you two will reach out to your various networks and find people to bring in uh, uh-huh. to talk about issues like. You know, divine feminine and queer men. You know, working with the land spirit. Mm-hmm. Maybe doing a special episode for the 50th anniversary of Stonewall Riot, which is this year. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have a great about, that one. <laughs> oh, I think I know who you're talking about. <laughs> and also, you know, talking about, talking about law, talk, talking about mental health, and even, like, going back, because something Matthew and I were doing before you know, the show had to come to a halt with the moving of the of everything around, was going back and discussing previous, you know, the the original Unmain Path podcast, going back and discussing uh, stuff that Hyperion had been putting out, which 
when you think about it now, a lot of that, a lot of stuff that he talked about has changed in our time as brothers or just as, you know, as a society. Because when I remember he was doing, he did one show where he was talking about, you know, not being able to get married. We can get married now. And, you know, a, a few things he, he had said in the past did trigger things in my head now. They didn't trigger stuff back then. Mm-hmm. But now that you know, we've experienced more in this life and grown as individuals and as a community, not just in the MA path, but the greater, the greater queer and uh, non-queer community, like our perceptions of being asexual. I think at one point he said something about, you know, something with these individuals is wrong because they're not feeling sexually attracted to people. And that's not really something that we think now. Being asexual is a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Totally legitimate sexuality or totally legitimate way of being. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's lots of things that I think we can cover <laughs> and hopefully expand upon. Yeah, that's exciting. Actually, Michael, can you talk so, about your backstory a little bit? Like, how did you find the path? So, I found the unnamed path. Oh, my gosh. I can't remember how long it was. It's been a while. Oh, girls, you know. But I had been starting to practice paganism back in college, which was a long time ago. And, you know, like most people just getting into the tradition, I was very Wicca-centric because that was kind of the thing that everyone knew about. And, you know, I, I did it for a while. I had no particular matron or patron. I just had the overall, well, for the most part, I just did an overall worship of the goddess archetype, just goddess in general, mm-hmm. no particular one. And, you know, being someone who was raised in a Southern Baptist family, anything that could get me as far away from the patriarchal views and whatnot that I was raised with, I was like, yes, let's go there. But, you know, when you focus so much on just one aspect of yourself, the, I just focus on the divine feminine and then energy, I did notice I was starting to lose a little bit of my masculine self, my masculine energies. I wasn't nurturing that it within me, which, you know, for me, it was something I was like, okay, this, I need to find a little bit of balance. And nothing really felt right. I had heard of queer tradition. Like I knew of the dyadics. A lot of them are female only cousins and a lot of them were queer. And so, you know, I kind of started to look into, like I found Green Man Wicca. I found the, at the time, uh, the Brotherhood of the Phoenix, which is now the Order of the Phoenix. I, uh, there were a couple of others that I tapped into, but none of them really stuck out to me. And I started to attend uh, some gatherings down here for a group called um, the Texas Local Council of the Goddess, the Texas, Texas COG. And they host Beltane and Stalin gatherings down here in Texas. And it was at one particular Beltane gathering, I ran into one of my now brothers, uh, Cliff, who is, is someone that you know Chase knew and whatnot. I didn't know Chase at the time. <laughs> but Cliff was talking to everyone about the first 
Stone and Thang. And he was talking about his tradition. And well, first he, he when he was talking about you know the his uh mat- his matron, the Dark Goddess. You know, he was talking about her with such passion. I was like, okay, you know, this guy you know, like really is passionate about this tradition he's a part of, you know. And when he started going into a little bit more about the other deities and mentioning that there are two, the two male deities within the tradition were lovers, I was like, okay, that's speaking to me <laughs> a little bit. You know, and I had some conversations with him around the campfire and whatnot. And, you know, he told me to, you know, look at the podcast. Well, actually, no, he, uh, it wasn't until after the gathering had ended, I reached out to him. I was like, I'd like to learn more about the Unnamed Path. And he got me in touch with Chase, who was uh, one of the few teachers at the time. And I think Chase mm-hmm. had a new student he was working with. And Chase told me to, you know, download some of the podcast, listen to it. And, yeah. So I, my, my apprenticeship went a little bit long just because scheduling I worked retail, <laughs> usually for night. And Chase was very flexible with me. He was like, okay, yeah, no, I'm going to now. Yes. Not like true. <laughs> also true. <laughs> for 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 the information for for the inter for the information of listeners just to to interject just briefly uh the apprenticeship of the unnamed path is the is a minimum of a year it might take longer because life happens minimum of a year mm-hmm. also yeah. we don't fuck our students ever <laughs> full stop underlined bold asterisks Etc. Okay, yeah. sorry. Continue. No, no, no. But yeah, and we've we've said it before in previous episodes. You know, when you do the apprenticeship uh, program, there are two classes that are mandatory in-person classes. And at the time, Hyperion was still alive. Mm-hmm. And we had scheduled my first in-person class, and that's when he uh, he passed away. A few, like a couple months before we were to get, we were, we were supposed to get together. He was going to fly to Texas for my first in-person, and that he unfortunately passed at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we still had my in-person, but it was, you know, the the brothers who were there were very like, you know, they were you know still grieving. And whatnot, but they were still, you know, trying to move forward, trying to, you know, keep Eddie's legacy alive. And I was initiated later in the year. Uh, I believe I'm not the first to be initiated after Hyperion passed, but that was one of our other brothers. Um, but I'm I'm the first who never had any like uh, the only. A bit of exposure I have to Hyperion is his voice in the podcast. I never got to see him or really uh, chat with him online. Yeah, (laughs) that's my that's my long history with uh, getting into the online path. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's great to hear stories about how folks um, get where they are. You know. Sometimes when you're in a moment, it feels like you're like meandering and feels like you're um, falling behind or whatever, especially with Facebook culture and Instagram culture. Sometimes you just feel like 
major FOMO, which is something I struggle with, you know? Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, what am I doing with my life? You know, I'm missing out. Or I'm, like, behind. My, my mile markers aren't there, you know? But then you look back and you see, um, yeah, the intention, you know? And you see, like, um, a building, a building of who you are now. So I think it's beautiful to hear about everyone's stories. Yeah, so thank you for sharing. Oh, you're welcome. And actually, most of what I talked about is actually part of the article I had published in a book that came out last year. That's right, so yeah. It was, Can you speak uh, more to that? Uh, it, I always forget the name of the title, and I'm in the book. Queer Magic. Yeah. <laughs> Spirit Beyond Boundaries, or Power Beyond Boundaries. Because uh, there's actually another book that came out around the same time with the same name, except for the, you know, the little bit, part, but it was queer, you know, queer magic. Uh, but yeah, so if you're interested in reading that article, you, know, you can either get the book or you can reach out to me. You know, I have full right to my article, so I can actually share it wherever. Um, but yeah, oh my gosh. Wow, I'm, we have been chatting for an hour. <laughs> so, you know, of course, yes. you know, we did have, some technical difficulties at the beginning, which mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, half te- I'm, I'm very tempted to, you know, just leave in, not edit those out because, you know, it's the, you know, it's a new beginning and you have to, you know, show your mistakes and just roll with it. <laughs> but, you know, hopefully, you know, as we continue on this journey, we'll get, you know, a little bit more smoothed out because, when walking the main path is part of the blog talk, it is still part of blog talk. When walking the main path is part of the Pagan Strike Radio Network, they already had an established like everything. You know, they had music files, they had a set way of doing all the layouts, a set way of doing this and that, and we're starting fresh. And <laughs> hopefully, you know, we'll get most of this stuff ironed out and you know we I you know I'm going to talk with the guys about doing like seeing if we can get a Patreon set up because it actually costs money to put out a podcast mm-hmm. and now I'm flipping the bill for the subscription to blog talk so that we can do this which I'm going to have to complain about because if I'm paying for it it should be working gosh darn it Mm-hmm. <laughs> read, read, read them for Phil. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you know we're coming to a, to the close of the show, and I would like to thank I and my co-host. You know we would like to thank everyone who might be listening right now because I did not broadcast that we were going live mainly because I knew there would be issues, and I was like. I'll just edit them out. I'm just going to leave them in now. But <laughs> <laughs> so anyone who's listening to this in the future, you know, we're glad you're we're listening today or today, tomorrow, next week, whenever you are. We hope you will continue to walk this path with us. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, if you have any ideas, topics, or if you're a musician and you would like us to feature some of your music, oh, I wish I could pay you. Maybe once we get the Patreon set up, I can. Uh, but if you'd like to get in touch with us, 
please email us at walkingtheunnamedpath at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at walking underscore the UP, or you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash walkingtheunnamedpath. Thank you both for being on the show with me today and you know, for joining me on this little hey. endeavor. And um, I'm hoping I'm hoping next time goes a lot smoother. <laughs> awesome. No, thank you. Thank you so much, Michael. I, I hope you never regret um, inviting two Virgos to be on the show with you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And Ruth, uh, do you two have anything else you'd like to say before we sign off? Uh, no. Um, let's see. Uh, you can find me on Facebook and also on Twitter, although I'm hardly ever on my Twitter. Um, Gosh, what is what even is my Twitter handle? See, I'm a ter- see, uh, I'm a terrible social media promoter. <laughs> I'm like, I have I, a Twitter. I, I don't even know what it is. Oh, I, mm, ga- Gamer Bear PDX. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gamer Bear PDX. Gamer with a Y. <laughs> because I'm basic that way. Cool. Oh, okay. Um, Chris. Oh my gosh, there's so many seats. We're all the Ooh. same through, are we, Mark? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. If you want to reach out to me, I'm definitely on Facebook. Uh, I am in the Unnamed Path group. So you can find me there. Um, gosh, I am probably the one person in the world that, that doesn't have Twitter, but maybe I need to get Twitter, um, and I'll let you all know if I do. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I guess in the meantime, Facebook is a great way to message me. Um yeah, I just want to say that I'm looking forward to working with both of you and I'm looking forward to um, working with the community, you know? Mm. All right. Well, I guess that's it because I do not have a official outro uh, recorded to play as we exit. So blessings, and I, we will see you all next time. So when I end this, it's all going to hang us all up. So <laughs> just lying on it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh. 